From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus North Carolina news brief for Thursday, July 2nd, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Here's the latest from WREL.com. Yesterday, Governor Roy Cooper said he would announce details by the middle of July for returning students to public school classrooms next month, despite the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Cooper had been expected to provide that information yesterday, and the delay leaves school districts and parents across North Carolina anxious for guidance as the start date for the 2020 through 2021 school year approaches. Cooper said his top priority is to get students back to school. He said officials want a little more time to make sure their plans don't cause a spike in coronavirus cases. We want our students back in the classroom, and we want to make sure that we get this right, Cooper said. We know a lot more than we did in March when we closed the schools. We know a lot more about the virus, how to live with it, how to deal with it. For example, Dr. Mandy Cohen, secretary of the State Department of Health and Human Services, said recent research shows schools haven't played a major role in the spread of the virus globally. Children are less likely to be infected, and they are less likely to infect others. To start preparing for a new school year, three weeks ago, state officials issued a 26-page toolkit to schools with recommendations for social distancing and sanitization. DHHS has already said that all school staff and students in middle school and high school must wear masks or other face coverings at school and on school buses. Masks are strongly encouraged for elementary school students as well. State officials are also stockpiling a two-month supply of masks, gowns, and other protective gear at each public school in advance of classes. School administrators in Wake County and elsewhere have been devising three plans for the fall. A return to full-time classes, a continuation of the online learning that schools shifted to this spring, and a mix of some in-person and some remote instruction, so students and teachers could be in school at least part-time and practice social distancing. Durham Public Schools has already adopted plans to have high school students continue with online learning this fall, freeing up that space for elementary and middle school students to be in class full-time and spread out for more social distancing. The district is also launching an online academy for students and staff unable to participate in in in-person instruction due to health concerns. Meanwhile, Sampson County Schools has approved a model in which half of the students at each school would be in class on Mondays and Tuesdays, and the other half on Thursdays and Fridays. Students would learn from home the three days they aren't at school, and teachers would have Wednesdays for planning, grading, and preparing specific information for remote learning. Cooper urged schools that start before August to begin solely with online instruction until the state guidelines are in place. Yesterday, the U.S. Army said it has quarantined 90 students and personnel with its Survival, Evasion, Resistance, and Escape course at Fort Bragg in Fayetteville after an individual in the course tested positive for coronavirus. The soldiers started a 14-day isolation on Sunday. They were hours away from completing the SEER course, and WRL News was told they're not going to have to go through it again. They all received passing grades. The course, where the one person tested positive, was still operating, while most of the instruction at Fort Bragg has shifted to online, according to a statement. The Fort Bragg case comes after the Army has previously struggled to contain the virus within its ranks. CNN previously reported that according to an internal directive from March, the Army said mitigation efforts to blunt the spread of the coronavirus had, quote, proven insignificant within the service and that it was suspending, quote, non-mission essential functions, including some non-critical training of units in the field and physical fitness training involving large numbers of troops. 
But the Army is not the only military branch that has faced significant struggles in responding to coronavirus. The fallout from an outbreak aboard the USS Theodore Roosevelt, which spread to more than 1,000 crew members before the Navy ceased publishing data on the number of infected sailors, sparked a major controversy within the Navy, leading to former acting Navy Secretary Thomas Modley's resignation in April. Two U.S. defense officials told CNN last month that nearly 100 sailors from the U.S. Navy destroyer USS Kidd had tested positive for coronavirus. And lastly, the World Health Organization said yesterday that the number of new infections worldwide has exceeded 160,000 every single day in the past week, double the level seen at the height of the European outbreak in March and April. In the Americas, the situation is spiraling out of control. Brazil surpassed yet another grim milestone yesterday, reaching 60,000 coronavirus deaths. The country reported 45,000 new cases in just 24 hours. Colombia has hit 100,000 infections, and there are now more deaths in Mexico than in hard-hit Spain. And as the United States recorded 50,203 new infections yesterday, the highest ever, one expert told CNN that Texas, Arizona, and Florida are close to entering, quote, apocalyptic territory. At least five states, Arizona, California, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas, reported a record number of new cases yesterday. Hospitals in the worst affected areas are struggling to cope. At least 23 states have rolled back or paused reopening plans to some degree. WHO says the fastest way out of this crisis is to follow the science, with the WHO chief saying, quote, We will never get tired of saying that the best way out of this pandemic is to take a comprehensive approach. Not testing alone, not physical distancing alone, not contract tracing alone, not masks alone. Do it all. This has been your Coronavirus, North Carolina News Brief for Thursday, July 2nd, 2020. We're taking tomorrow off for the holiday, but we will be back on Monday with the usual news brief. In the meantime, if you enjoy the information and resources you get from this show, let us know. Leave a rating and review wherever it is you listen. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.